Art-loving homeschoolers unite! If you've been looking for a place where you can find fun ideas for your homeschool art and introduce your kids to the amazing world of art history, you found it. Grab your coffee and join me, Lotus Stewart, a homeschooling mom of two creative teenagers and the founder of Art History Kids. This is the Homeschool Art Revolution podcast, where each week we'll explore simple yet powerful ideas that will help you to nurture your child's creativity and self-expression. I'm so delighted you're here. Let's dive into this week's chat. What if I told you that you could bring art history to your kids? and you could do it in a meaningful way, and you could do it even if you don't know the first thing about art, and you could do it without buying anything. It may seem too good to be true, but it's actually super simple, and in this episode, I'm excited to show you how. Stephen King said, books are a uniquely portable magic. And while I'm not suggesting that you read Stephen King books to your kids, I really do love this quote, and it's so true. Books are magic, and they are the simple way that you can get started exploring art history with your kids without knowing anything about the subject yourself. Simply go to the library, find a storybook, check it out, and dive into a magical new world. It's so simple, but it can be the beginning to an amazing artist study. Art history storybooks are magical for so many reasons, and the fact that they make art history studies quick and simple to get started for us is just the beginning. They make artists approachable. They make artists relatable, and kids can find similarities between these kind of iconic, larger-than-life, legendary figures and themselves. Kids have an opportunity to bond with these artists as people first. And it's so fun and exciting to find out what you have in common with these people. Maybe your kids love cats like Andy Warhol, or maybe they have interesting stories to tell like Faith Ringgold. Maybe they're passionate about nature and environmentalism like Kunterwasser. Whatever the connection is and whoever it's to, because it's personal, it's a really strong foundation to build upon. Books are also a really powerful way to show kids that just like us, artists face challenges too. This might be something really useful in the moment if a particular artist has a story of overcoming a challenge that's similar to something that your child is going through, Or these are just interesting and fascinating stories to know about and to have in the back of our mind as we go forward in life. We never know what may happen and we may look back on something that we learned earlier and find a connection to an artist and draw strength from how they came through that particular challenge. And they are a great reminder that although these artists are people that we admire today and look up to and speak about as being geniuses, Many of them in their own day were laughed at, were ridiculed, their art was not well accepted, but it did not stop them. 
Many of them persisted despite commercial success and critical acclaim. And that famous story of how Van Gogh only sold one painting in his entire lifetime, that is not an isolated incident in art history. There are stories after stories after stories of people, artists who had their work actually laughed at the Fauvist art movement that term was coined as kind of an insult. It means wild beast in French. And that's what the art critics thought of the way that these artists were using color. But instead of being insulted, the artists took that as kind of a challenge to continue and see what they could make of their Fauvist movement. They accepted the term and they continued to make art the way that they were interested in making art, not just to please the people in power in the art world. It's really one thing to say to your kids, believe in yourselves, even if other people don't, but it's something entirely different to let them know about things that happened with these famous artists and how they believed in themselves even when other people didn't and they can see an example of what that looks like. So in hearing all of these stories, your kids can relate to the artists and they can get have comfort in the fact that everyone has challenges, everyone has things to overcome. Even famous artists have struggles too, and your kids are not alone. They're in very good company when they feel this way. One of those Fauvist artists, the Wild Beast, was Henry Matisse, and he famously said, creativity takes courage. Those three little words are easy just to say, oh yeah, of course it does. But when you really think about it, it is so courageous. It's so brave to create something and not know what other people would think about it, how they will respond, whether or not it'll even turn out the way you want it to. There are so many unknowns and it does take so much courage. So when you dive in and you start to read these storybooks, and there are so many amazing ones, new, new books being published every single month, it seems. There's no shortage of books about amazing artists for you and your kids to explore. And you can just dive in. You don't need to know anything about the artist. You don't need to have anything planned. Just read a story about an artist. Find out about their lives. Find out some kind of connection. Sometimes they might surprise you. When my son found out that Kandinsky's art was inspired by classical music, he suddenly had a whole new way of seeing that art and a different appreciation for it. So you'll never know what you'll find in these books or what your children will connect with, but it is uniquely portable magic every single time. All of these books give us something really, really special. So what's your one action that you will do right now? I'm excited for you to take ideas from these episodes and take immediate action. You could go to the library and just check out one book. Or maybe you have a few books in your house that you've purchased over the years, but you never really got to yet. You could implement a story time, whether it's at bedtime or whether it's in a morning circle time. If you do that in your homeschool, have a routine time and it doesn't have to be every day. It could be once a week, but just have a regular way of bringing these storybooks into your lifestyle, not necessarily into a class on its own, just one storybook a week or more if your kids are really interested and love them so much they want more. But go with the flow, pick one that you think could be sustainable for now and you can always do something different later. 
Or you could start your own library. So you could search on your favorite bookstore, go to a bookstore in person if you have one locally that you love to visit and choose one book this week and start your collection and decide that you are going to build an amazing storybook library over the years and just add to it as you can. That would be such a fun action step to take this week. So remember that storybooks are here for us. It's so easy to forget sometimes all these amazing things that are at our fingertips. We can get a storybook. It takes five extra minutes if we're already at the library. It takes 10 extra minutes on our way home from grocery shopping to stop at the bookstore. And we can have this magic brought into our world with our kids where we can introduce them to these different artists and start to build these connections and relationships that will grow over time as our kids relate to their art differently as they grow up, learn new things about the artist, see more of their art maybe in person at museums, or just research their art, look at it online, see it in art history books, and know, hey, I know about that artist. That's the one that such and such, and they'll know something about the artist. They feel a connection to them already. It's so simple and so small, but so powerful. All right, I cannot wait to hear what you will do for your action item this week. How will you bring storybooks into the things that you're doing with your kids in a morning routine, in a bedtime routine, something else that you come up with that works really well for you? Let me know. You can find me at Art History Kids on Instagram, and I cannot wait to chat with you there. Until next time, stay inspired.